Welcome to another episode of Crazy Fitness Guys Healthy Living Podcast. I got my friend Julie, who we're going to talk about, which we're going to talk about how autism can change. I was, I'm really looking forward to this episode today, and I think you will really, really enjoy it. And maybe we can both embarrass ourselves at the same time. <laughs> I think we're starting to, right? Welcome, Julie. Thank you, Jimmy, so much. I'm excited about this topic, too. Um, I was excited to meet you. Um, I do, I would like to be speaking to more adults on the autism spectrum. Um, I work with mostly, I, I could be working with adults also. I think I have an adult that I'm going to be starting with soon. But I mostly work with um, parents um, of children on the autism spectrum. And like we had said when we had spoken before, like, I just think that so many parents would be excited to meet you. Um, and I think when parents are first meeting me, a lot of times they think like, this is it, this is, I mean, it, it's hard now, it's hard for me, it's hard for my child. And they are getting a lot of messages that it's not gonna get any better. And um, meeting you, I think, I think more people, <laughs> I don't wanna overwhelm you, but I think a lot of people would benefit from at least hearing what you have to say about your experience. Well, that's funny, I'm actually, uh writing, I'm actually uh, do, um, creating a PowerPoint for uh, a project for my school, uh -huh. and, uh, and, it, 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 and I'm going out through my whole uh, early childhood at the moment, wow. uh, and I was like, wow, I went through all this crap. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still here. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it's things that you remember yourself or that your parents are sharing with you? Uh, what, what's, what's feeding it? Yeah. My mom uh, was sharing it with me that I, I went to, I had closely told me uh, in my ear. Uh, my daughter and, had that, yeah. And I was like, gee, I went through all this. And, was like, and I also had, uh, was, uh, and they had to take the three bones of hearing out of my ear. That's so. exactly what just happened to my daughter this past year. Jeez, small world. You're the only other person that I've ever, I, like, I never heard of a cholesteatoma. I'm a speech therapist. I never heard of a cholesteatoma before like a year ago. Well, neither have I until uh, I went through it. And, uh, right. and uh, I also, and I also had the, and uh, I also had uh, my, I don't know if my, I don't remember if my, my mom said this or the doctor said this, or maybe my mom just uh, made up, but it's, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I put it in the slide to make it sound great anyway. Okay, uh, well, we won't tell. <laughs> uh, the cat's out of the bag anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so what is it? What is it? Uh, it was, um, it was, uh, it was like doctors, not all doctors have, doctors do not have crystal balls, so they can't predict right, the right. future. Right. Uh, uh, Take your son home and enjoy him. That's what the doctor said. Yeah, I think what so. What do you think of that? Do you think that's good advice or bad advice? I'm curious. Uh, I agree that it's good advice. Yeah. Um, I would say that um, at now doctors have all the answers, especially one of my doctors. Um, used to be one you of my doctors. You think that they really do or they th just think that they do? Uh, I think this one thought he'd think he knew everything. A different doctor more recently. Uh, yeah, uh, this year. 
so what ha what did he, what does he think that he knows that you questioned? Um, well, let's just say he had a very poor bedside manner, mm -hmm. and uh, and I also I used his well I was forced to use his audiologist, and mm -hmm. um, and I never heard of this test, um, and I don't even think it's legit. Um, they they wanted to see how how uh, how much noise that I can withstand in my ear. And it's like, that's a test or is that a tortured method? <laughs> uh, I think it was, I think it was a mix of both. Actually, no, I'm not. No, actually, no, I'm the, the other one, torture. It's torture, yeah. I have to say, I'm not an audiologist, so I haven't heard of that one. Neither is sure. my, my current audiologist either. Good. Okay. It sounds like you found somebody who's a better fit. Yeah. So this, the, the one who said to your mom, just take him home and enjoy him. Like, I don't have a crystal ball. First of all, I really like the humility and like the admitting like that he's human. I, I hear, I have parents that I've met that have shared their stories with me about getting, was that to do with autism or to do with the cholesteatoma? This was has to do, I think was just because, uh, I had doctors who measured my head because I had a bigger head hmm. and I had a shorter neck. Hmm. And uh, she, uh, doctor, uh, eventually found out that big heads run in uh, my mom's side of the family. Okay, and so it could just be like a trait, not necessarily ind indicating anything. Thanks to our sponsor to make this podcast happen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listeners. It's everything you, you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, it only takes about five to 10 minutes to set up. It's simple, easy, and the best part, it's free. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today to just create your own podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, like I had to go through multiple MRIs. I had to film multiple um, MRIs uh, to test the kidneys, heart, and whatnot. And like to see if it was a syndrome or something? Is that what they were looking for? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I don't remember that any of that part of it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but I was going to say, like, sometimes, like, people will get the, we, I haven't heard yet about the story of, of your family receiving the diagnosis or you realizing about autism, but, and I want to, I want to hear about that and your thoughts on how it went and if you think it went well or it could have been done differently. Uh, but I have families that say, like, the, the, the people who test, whoever these people are, will give the diagnosis together with a list of, there's one family that, they said that this is, you know, this is the child's diagnosis. Your child has autism and therefore she will never be able to. And then like a whole long list of things that the child supposedly would never be able to do. 
Yeah, I think I got that. I think I got that list too. Your family, the, you personally, or your family? What do you remember, or what do you know uh, from what have I you think, heard from your parents? I think it was both. Um, uh, more, more of my family, I think, and and I, and this was when I moved to Pennsylvania when I got the official diagnosis, and uh, they uh, told me I, I was I was sat in this room with this lady. Uh, she asked me so many different questions. I went there maybe a few times. Uh, I don't know how often, but maybe like once a week, twice, maybe. Yeah. Most. And I had to go do these different things. Some of them I couldn't figure out. Uh, uh -huh. and, and at the end of all of it, they, she said that, uh, told my parents I had autism. And, uh, okay. and she said, like, oh, you won't be able to do this, 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 and this, and this. And I was like, I, I don't remember the whole exact list because it was one too many. Um, right. <laughs> and also probably everybody was not in the best mood. <laughs> getting uh, well, yeah, I wouldn't be in the best mood either. If, uh, right. And obviously I didn't and, and understand any of this because it just went through one ear at the other. How old were you when that happened? Uh, I think I was right around in elementary school. And it's not like I didn't have a brain, but right, I honestly right. didn't have it sounds a, like the, I, honestly, yeah. I didn't understand any of these this language and whatnot. And yeah. I, and plus I really honestly really didn't really care either. Right. I'm sure your parents felt differently, though. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't care, but I mean, I, I, I didn't care because I didn't really understand. So what right. is it for me? Okay. Right, right. Did, so do, I mean, do you have any memory of that moment? Or uh, you remember going to the lady, it sounds like. Yeah, I remember going to the lady. It was like, a, I could basically describe the room for you. Oh, really so you really remember it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I remember my mom, she, I think she had a hard time with the diagnosis a little bit, but yeah. uh, my mom's side of the family is very supportive. And, That's good. Uh, I have a grandma who does, who loves me, That's and awesome. uh, all my cousins love me. That's awesome. And all my aunts and uncles. <sighs> and, I joke around with them a lot. They treat me like, like not, I'm not different at all. And I, I've had some of my friends recently in uh, the last few years, once I started talking about my autism on my website and on my uh, podcast, that uh, they're just like, wow, I never knew you were autistic. And That's so like, cool. Yeah. Well, I, I know my one friend since uh, the third grade and he's uh -huh. like, I didn't even know you were autistic, and it's like, huh. So actually, that brings me to a question that, like, I, I just, I'm curious, like, because when we met, I can't remember what the phrase you used, but. Slightly autistic? <laughs> no, you said, like, I am autistic, maybe, and then I said, oh, I want to hear more about that, because I had been taught like originally I trained as a speech language pathologist, a speech therapist, and they were very adamant to use what they called people first language. And then you said, no, I choose to use identity first language. 
Yeah. I you remember that? Yeah. Uh, I remember some of it. I just had. A, a <laughs> you long... don't have to remember every single thing that we talked about. But... I just had a long few weeks. <laughs> I think we've all had quite an interesting year. <laughs> and I'm like totally not watching the news today um, on election oh, day. I'm done with the news. I can't. I, <laughs> I don't have the bandwidth. No, no, but is that like it sounds like it was a conscious choice for you though to like to identify as autistic and to to be out there about it it sounds like my guess is that you well you got the uh, the diagnosis in elementary school so what's that about 10 years before you decided to start speaking openly about it yeah i had a good i i was okay to speaking about it because after all the years of being uh, bullied and pick on right. uh, because I was autistic and uh, wait did I say it was autistic I mean because I am autistic <laughs> right. uh, and uh, and I was overweight I was near obese for my age but uh, in middle school and high school okay and and so I became comfortable talking about being autistic once uh, I got over multiple different other challenges because okay. it's like, who's gonna make fun of me being autistic now? I'd be like, so? I don't care. And I'd like, make fun of me all you want. And it's like, that's just gonna prove the point that you're just like, that person will just, it's just a bad person. And I'd be like, right, oh. right. And it's like, it's gonna make you look bad, not me. Right, exactly. Like when you're talking, like when people are talking to you like that, it's not a reflection on who you are on the outside or inside. It's like, it's, it's sharing something about them. Yeah. Like, thank you for revealing yourself. And I'm going to go over here now. <laughs> so I, I actually, I did have a question. You said, so that, that you hadn't mentioned when we spoke before that about the obesity, but I was wondering if there was some relationship between the fitness and autism like not everything about you has to have to do with autism but like do you think that it, it's it's that you were and that you're interested in autism i mean interested in the fitness in any way to do with the autism or does it help you in, in any way with uh, the autism oh. symptoms yeah uh, What's that? yeah i know when i was because uh, i'm autistic i i get overstimulated by a lot of different uh, kind of just uh, like I'm gonna give you an example like I'm I've been uh, like when I do a lot of Google searches mm -hmm. uh, I mean like I, I mean I was just like looking for like a few articles or I don't know maybe a few products I'm yeah. okay but if I'm sitting there on hours upon hours of googling something and I still can't find one piece of information out of the bunch. My head starts like overflowing with what do I do? I don't know what I'm doing. Like the frustration and anxiety. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm basically like all my emotions just pour out and it's like, I am frustrated. And it's like, come on, Google, you're supposed to be crap. <laughs> and it's like, AI stupid assistant. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, and uh, and of course, as I say that, I have a Google Home Mini in my room, uh, yeah. so they're probably already recording me anyway. Oh uh, my gosh! 
sue me or whatever. Um, whatever. I think they're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. And, and so, uh, for fitness, uh, it has it has helped me uh, wake up in a decent mood uh, in mm. the morning. There's some mornings where I just like. There are so many ads these days wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad-free. Behind-the-scenes access. Access to our free Facebook community. And so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast or click on the premium podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. I don't want to talk. Uh, and right, I, I, right. I, I, basically, if anybody gets in my way in the morning, I turn the, into the credible Hulk. <laughs> Especially now thing. that with all the fitness and everything. Yeah. Or I turn the crazy fitness guy on the, on the back. <laughs> so, so, so I, I guess like the fitness was the obesity, like that you didn't want to be picked on anymore. You wanted to be seen differently. Is that, is that part of what motivated it? Uh, it was, what motivated probably was because I just want the blowing to stop. The brothers right. picked, started picking on me. Then they started picking on my friends and me, and right. uh, and, and uh, I just had it with them. And then once I started developing muscles and everything, uh, they didn't pick on you as much anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, what a coincidence! And it's like, now you're, now you're be my friend. Like, I don't think I want to mess with that guy. <laughs> yeah. And and of course. Uh, uh, like when I was back in New Jersey, when I was living in New Jersey, I started in karate, and my cool. love for karate went into Pennsylvania, and uh, uh, and so I knew a lot of uh, karate moves if I needed uh, <laughs> the techniques. Uh, so, right. and I didn't tell them at the time, but I was like. Yeah, just, but you carry yourself differently, probably. You have a different kind of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And then once I uh, got the, the muscles, it was like, oh, nothing. I was like, this is going to stop one way or the other. And, right. and I'm not saying I, oh, I'm promoting violence, but and like my sensei has always taught me when uh, like in school, it's like, it, it's like if, you, if the bullies... Um, lay a hand on you you have the right to self-defense and I was like of course yeah. I was like you will uh, uh, you will um, get suspended and get called down to the principal's office and right. but and, and like he even asked the parents in the, um, and he, he he's done this every single time when I, I've been with him for like oh geez we've been I've probably known him for like 13 14 maybe 15 years this same this same sensei yep wow that's awesome i mean like he's a it's a different one from uh new jersey but this one in pennsylvania i've i started out with him young had to take i had to uh, uh take a break from it for a while because the roles were different back then then huh. years later i came back and i wanted to train again 
he so let me cool. back in and so uh cool. he still teaches all the uh other all the kids at his current program and everything who That's grew so up cool. with it it's, it's like you have the right for self-defense yeah. and he even asked the parents each time when he uh, tells the kids a story uh, uh he says since like parents would you be pissed off if your uh, kids was getting uh, bullied and they stuck up for themselves using right. self-defense? And there's like, no, not at all. Right. You and, don't want your child to be an aggressor, but you also don't want them to be a victim. Yeah, but it's like if you know, like, somebody lays a hand on you, and it's like you have the right. And it's like no one has the right to put your hands on you. Almost if they're your parents. But. <laughs> right, right. And even that with, you know, with their limits. So it's like, so... So it's like you started, you were being picked on for like the autism symptoms or like the things that look like autism because they didn't know the diagnosis necessarily, but you're saying that because you seem different, mm -hmm. that's, and then also being heavy. And so then it sounds like you, you started into fitness because it's like, you know, that's something that you could concrete that you could take care of to, to avoid the bullying. But then it sounds like you're saying that you're also had the additional benefit, the fitness of like releasing the frustration and anxiety of it, like from like like the Google moment that you were describing, yeah. like those kinds of moments that yeah. helps to like get that out of your body, it sounds like. Yeah, and there's any kind of frustration after, like, uh, like I know for myself, like every time when I'm in karate class, uh, and like even though everything is on Zoom class and I don't have a punching bag, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I always pretend like some some one of my I don't know and I don't say an enemy, but like of the frustration in front of me, I'm just punching through it and it's like yeah. Next, who's in line next? <laughs> <laughs> so that it also feels like it's a sense of control that you're like like you took care of that one going on yeah. to the next one. That's cool. So then karate, so it sounds like, is karate the fitness that you're into or that's one of the things that you're into? That is one of the things I'm into. I wouldn't say I would want to ever become a sensei, but I would like to uh, get my black belt because uh, when I stopped, I was actually two belts away from my black belt. And I was like, yeah. oh, I can't just end my career as, <laughs> as karate as this. And it's like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah I stopped two belts before a black belt. Great. <laughs> so you got to go all the way, right? Yeah. And but I mean, obviously, I had I was forced to stop because the rules were different. Like back then, like for instance, they wanted me to do a uh, hundred push-ups and a hundred sit-ups. Oh. And, and since I was you know obese for my age, I was right. like, uh, there's no way I can do a hundred sit-ups in this. And, and right. just like uh, I think in a minute, and it's like we put. Maybe you can now, though, because you're in a better shape than you are. Oh, hell yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Jimmy, I'm not going to be picking on you in this interview because I'm scared now. <laughs> but then, so, so it sounds like you have, like, all the, the muscle and everything. And I, also cardio, I guess. Like, yeah, are, I like yeah. weightlifting. Uh, I do a lot of yeah. weightlifting. I do cardio. Uh, I'm, I mostly do everything on Beach Buy on Demand because they just give me all the workouts and. Uh, What's it called? Beach Body on Demand. Yeah. Cool. That's good. That's actually probably a really good resource during COVID, right? Because it sounds like it's an online thing. Yeah, and 
That's only $100 a year. That's um, awesome. Cheaper than any gym. Right. And you probably get more classes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right at, at the end of this, I'm going to put my, my daughters on their jujitsu class, which I has been... Go ahead. Love karate, though. Oh, you prefer karate? But, the, but with the martial arts, one of the things that I like about the martial arts, and actually the first... This isn't the first child with autism that I ever worked with as a speech therapist. I've been a speech therapist for a number of years at that point. But um, the one who really like inspired me to focus on autism um, was the son of somebody, of a, of a man who was running a martial arts studio. So I, I, I'm interested in like the physical aspect of how that's beneficial for all of us. But like for autism, like you're talking about being able to get the extra levels of today's episode is brought to you by hello fresh do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut with hello fresh you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on hello fresh to make your home cooking easy fun and affordable you can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, they are, there, is something fun, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including the free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. The code is use at checkout HFAFF80 for the discount. The frustration out and everything. But also, like, there's a, like, with martial arts, possibly more than a lot of other kinds of exercise and like fitness there's also like this like mental and you could tell me more but maybe also I, I do yoga so I also think of like the mental and emotional pieces of it do you feel like there's an emotional a sure a mental piece with with karate right yeah the mind mental uh, piece like for instance uh, basically every time when you uh, you kind of feel like I mean, I wouldn't say I, I, I feel like giving up, but like in class when you're, like your arms and shoulders are burning because you're, you're right. pressing your body and face and everything and keeping your hands up and everything. Right. And, uh, and, and it's like, and you, and, and you throw one more punch and it's like, oh my goodness, since I just <laughs> wearing and tearing. Um, right. And I was like, oh, can I, can I do this? And then, and it's like, and then right after, uh, we do like, I think it's eight rounds of kickboxing, and we go right into strength training. It's like, oh crap, here comes the push. <laughs> and it's like, I did all this punching now to do push ups. And it's like, oh. <laughs> are you kidding me? And so we do uh, two, um, um, we do like four minutes of strength training on top of that. And so it's like, oh, my arms are killing me. And, and so it's like beyond the point that you think that you can handle, and yeah. you just like keep going, right? And I go into like, then I go like into like the super like I don't know some kind of like I can do it mode, where I was like, 
no so cool. Stop me from doing this. Uh, like marathon runners talk about like the runner's high, like getting like that you're at the point of impossible and then you like, then it kicks in like that kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. So I've also heard like also with marathon runners that like that transfers to other aspects of life that like when not necessarily something physical but some like a different kind of challenge just seems impossible to be able to push through that so have you seen that kind of thing like that that carry over into other aspects of life that yeah definitely uh, there's i can you know, i can say that there's some days i feel like uh giving up on some of my websites some sometimes right. uh right. i'm actually going i had i've been uh I'm not gonna like go into every single detail, but I've been doing <laughs> annoying um, uh, newsletter company that just can't send a holiday newsletter out, and I'm like, I didn't know that's such an advanced oh. thing for it. <laughs> I was like, it shouldn't be this flipping hard, and so that seems like one of the main things that they would be doing. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I was reading a. I read this a uh, uh, business book, and I'll tell you the name of it uh, after this. But sure, sure. Because I don't want anybody to think oh, I'm just promoting crap and for no reason, uh, <laughs> or any crap for no reason. Right, uh, exactly, or with a reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's a very helpful book, but. Uh, well, you could tell me and like the podcast, messages after. Uh, it's not yeah. important to the podcast, but. So you're uh, reading this book, yeah. And I just finished reading it, and what I really liked about it is that um, I'm going to use kind of quote um, and uh, apply it. Uh, I'll try it, apply it, or burn it. And I mean, not, <laughs> not like physically burn it, but I mean like. No. <laughs> and, so, and like he's referring, the person who wrote the uh, book is referring to like implement the try a tool. Right. If you like it, implement the tool. If you don't like it, burn the tool. And by burning it, I mean, just like throwing Just don't get caught up in it. Don't yeah, get caught and, up in the cycle of like, oh, of let's do it differently. Yeah. And I've done that for one tool already. And and then after like weeks back and forth, actually a year back and forth with this company, with email marketing, yeah. I set up everything last year the way they told me how to set it up. Right. And yet it's still wrong to send, and yet they tell me it's still wrong that it won't send on my holiday newsletters. And it's like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I set this whole thing up last year, and you tell me it's still not right. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's my fault, and it's somehow still my fault. And so I was like, you know what, I'm done. And it's like, that's the thing like working online there's so much technology to learn i feel like i learn like three new apps every week it's just like yeah, i don't have oh. and i'm not good and i'm not good with these things well i'm well i well i i learned basically the same um i mean i, I i'm pretty i would say i'm like really good at technology uh but jealous I may not necessarily teaching people but oh, okay uh, <laughs> oh well I mean, I can try, but... I'm no, not... no, I don't want to take up your time with that. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I could, I could literally, uh, well, like, for, uh, but I did learn a lot of new tools, and I tried to implement some of the tools right. on my website, and it's not like it's hard or anything, and the whole newsletter thing shouldn't be hard at all. It seems and like I that's, think... like, of the one of the oldest of the technologies that you would be using. Like... Yeah. 
sending newsletters. Yeah. And, and it was like, and I found, and I finally found this other company, and uh, just finished off that piece. Of sure. Stuff. They, sure. Uh, they, uh, I finally found one that uh, basically uh, is very easy to send, and they have predefined templates. And uh, I was like, Oh, great. Oh, I'm done. I was like, I'm taking this whole week just to just to switch over. I was like, right. I was like, I'm still gonna do my school work, and I was like, but I'm 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 throwing this other tool. I'm burning it. See ya, bye. But that's a great example. That's a great example. The other thing is like um sunk the whole thing about sunken costs. Do you know about that? Yeah. That concept. So you like already put a year into this company, so you could have been like, I'm gonna make it work, but just to be able to sort of accept, I don't know, accept defeat, is that what you'd call it? And then like, but but not, but like accept defeat in that moment, but then find success in a different way. That's a great example of like being able to take that ability to like push through a challenge and like. I think the only thing that cost me was time because, right. because I was on my free plan, but uh -huh. just still I was like, this is not even an advanced feature. I was like, <laughs> I can literally schedule out just regular email in my own email app, uh, <laughs> like email, and it will send automatically. But your company is just absolutely absurd. And it's like, yeah. it's hard. And it's like, this is old technology. This is it's not new. Yeah. So related to that, I want to, I want to ask you. Um, Am I in over my head? <laughs> No, I mean, I think, honestly, I think just being alive right now, I think we're all on over our heads, <laughs> like, um, but, but, um, to, like, from what you remember, or what you have been reminded of by your parents, like, what do you think has been the biggest challenge, the biggest, that's too extreme, like, some of the bigger challenges with autism? Uh, I think, uh, one of the bigger challenges is that uh you mean for me in person per, me yeah personally. from your perspective other yeah uh, yeah from your perspective i don't know i think uh making friends mm -hmm. um uh i've met a lot of new people through uh karate that i would consider mm -hmm. my friends that's awesome um, yeah i met uh uh, I've had a lot of old friends. I've been uh, one since I'm since I moved to Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. and uh, one from one since third grade. That's amazing. And, uh, and and there's some sometimes where I feel like I don't have enough friends, but then uh -huh. but then there's some days where it's like I have plenty of friends, and it's like uh, uh -huh. it's like some people's like and it's like. And sometimes where I can I used to get caught up in the whole friends on Facebook thing and say, like, Oh gosh. And, oh, that's a black hole. <laughs> yeah. and then, but then I was like, wait, you know, and it's like, I'd rather have a small group of friends. Um, that are real. Yeah. Yeah. And, it sounds like you do though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have a, I like to say to people, I have a close group of friends. That's amazing. Uh, I I don't. Um, I'm a close group of friends. Uh, I would say those close group of friends are. I would consider them basically all my best friends. I wouldn't just That's like awesome. you know one or the other because then 
and like other people I meet sometimes or them come they become my friends and sometimes best friends depending on mm-hmm. if they stay in touch with me if they don't then I was like yeah. acquainted yeah. <laughs> all right I mean not to be rude or anything but it's like oh, well, well I mean that's know. it's just reasonable yeah, yeah. and so I mean also being best friends with everybody just it's like being best friends with nobody. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I really have a lot of best friends too that know right. me and uh, know a lot about me than just like, oh, well, we sometimes hang out and or sometimes talk and that's it. And it's like, mm-hmm. So what do you think was the most helpful like uh, over the years? Yeah. I think the most helpful over the years would be just having a lot of like, Getting to know a lot of friends, having friends know me inside and out, I can tell mm-hmm. basically a lot of them know a lot of secrets. Uh, I mean, nothing like wrong or personal. I'm not going to make you share anything. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm kind of just clarifying that. Like, nothing yeah. was wrong. I didn't do anything like super. I, like, didn't, I didn't even suspect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of clarifying for the listeners so no one's okay. like, hey, what kind of secrets does Jimmy have? Mm, like, mm. That could be the next episode. I don't, I, I'm not going to take it out of you though. So <laughs> you could do that one on your own if you want. Yeah, maybe. That's your or, not, or not, or not. There's secrets for a reason. Air. Yeah, that's your own private. <laughs> yeah, that's never air. It might be in the That's okay. Files. That's okay. <laughs> In the back of the drawer somewhere. Yeah, in the way way back. The- I'm wondering like how much, like, you're saying like it's hard to make friends. Honestly, like for a lot of people, it's just like, like with the moving and everything, and like we we live in a society that's like not as stable as it was. Like I don't know, like I don't. I'm gonna pick a number, like 60 years ago or whatever. That's like a hard thing. And then, like, um, I'm wondering how much the close family relationships uh, made that easier like to feel like oh like you you know you feel safe with your grandmother your mother your cousins like oh so you could recognize that feeling when you find it like in a new person who becomes your friend yeah definitely like my uh for my a few two of my cousins uh used to play uh football one used to play rugby at the football and and uh uh i'm like these guys are not like these guys are my two cousins uh, i mean i have many cousins but these two are not uh, i would say that i I mean like they, they literally are like my of crazy fitness guys logo I'm like, oh, that's what they look like. <laughs> Literally, they... I was gonna say like rugby and football. Like, I definitely don't want to mess with that guy. Yeah, and like these, like, like they. Uh, I have like in total, I have. I think I have like eighteen. I should. I think I may have like over twenty plus cousins in total, and uh, like a few, a few of my dad's side of the family and. I feel a lot of my mom's side of the family, and uh, and like these two, like they play football, rugby, and uh, and I know when I'm always with them, I was like, no one's ever gonna bother me with them. 
I was like, if someone wanted to like, try to pick on me, I was like, oh. I was like, that'd be the biggest mistake that person would ever make. Is that part of what inspired you into fitness? Like, you're like, well, if I'm with them, then nobody's going to pick on me. Wait a second. If I am them, then for sure nobody's going to pick on me. Is that is that part of what your thought process was? Well, no, I just, I, I, it was, I would say mostly, uh, I think it would be, um, I have to say, uh, I, I just want—I just wanted to be in shape, uh, and I knew. I—I I mean, I, I didn't really want to like be like all super huge and big and mus- <laughs> muscular because I actually read an article the other day where this person, this uh, maybe it was this morning. Uh, I kind of want to try because I was staying in line in the freaking cold to go vote. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, to uh, vote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, right. This sucks. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. They, they said, um, this article said, it's like, just because you're muscular and fit, I mean, muscular and have big muscles doesn't mean you're super fit. And now I'm saying my cousins are, are like, super, I would say they're super fit. But, but like, but I, I didn't want to be like, I wouldn't want to have big muscu- mus- um, muscles like The Rock because right. I, did, is, um, is I have spinal stenosis in my neck. And oh my. So, uh, like I can't do shoulder presses. I had to right. stay away from certain exercises. So uh-huh. I kind of have to stay kind of like in a medium to light heavy um uh, weight selections like so I give you a rest uh, estimate like I think the heaviest I've lifted for my arms is like 20 25 for biceps mm-hmm. for the back I can do like uh, 25 30s uh, for the chest I can do like 30s maybe 35s if I of it with the spotter um yeah but i i tend to keep it in that range like moderate because because since i can't do shoulder presses i can't want to block every something single everything else up and then there's like uh what's wrong with your shoulders and like they look like play-doh or something (laughs) i mean they don't look like play-doh but so how much of it do you think is that like potential bullies like see you and you like physically look different so they're like oh i don't want to mess with that guy how much do you think of that that part versus you feel different about yourself because now you've made a choice and succeeded at that choice about how you want to be like your own like what's in your own mind do you hear the question or, or should yeah. i yeah i think it's a mix of both mm-hmm. um uh, because uh, of how I was feeling, but about myself, but I think it could also tell because I was, I started wearing like tighter fit clothes to just not to show off, but just, <laughs> just, just um, like just to scare. I would say scare them because as. By um, the way, there are muscles under this shirt. <laughs> Hey, we all have muscles. Just some of them are visible. (laughs) 
Well, you need muscles in order to, like, my... Uh, <laughs> to be sitting up straight. <laughs> I was like, we all have abs, but there's something uh, visible and not visible. <laughs> right, right. Basically, then you can't stand. Uh, you do like, <laughs> That reminds me of, I want to come back to, like, neuroplasticity, because that's, like, a lot of the topic that we're talking about. But before we go there, we're kind of interviewing each other. I'm wondering if I'm more interviewing now, you now. Um, but this is something I'm interested in that... It's like I'm sort of interested in it peripherally. Like I'm reading a book about it now, but it's, I don't think it's ever going to be like my area of expertise. Um, I'm more interested in like the interactions between the parents and the child um, and like how that helps the child. Um, but like working, you know, specializing in autism, I, like diet comes up a lot. And I had one family that like, whenever I would go there as the speech therapist, the mom was cooking something because of this kid's special diet. Jeez. Is that something that you've explored for yourself? Is that something that you see value in? Like, what, what do you think? Uh, I don't really have a special diet. I mean, like I tend, I like to, I like to say I, I tend to eat, um, I eat very healthy. Uh, I do a lot of cheat meal here and there, depending if I need one or want one. Uh, <laughs> or you've just taken a test on your birthday and you need something nice. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I only do like either sometimes once a week or just very special occasions like birthday, holiday, yeah. uh, and even on that holiday, on my like if it's Thanksgiving, I eat healthy breakfast and lunch and but okay. until dinner because um, usually if I go to my uncle's house it's usually for late lunch dinner slash dinner so I was like yeah well I still need something to tie me over because it's like <sighs> I mean because that's my that's that's my uh like uh, my system for you <laughs> I digest yeah. very fast but but before when you were obese were you I mean was it I, I, I'm assuming, but you could, of course, correct me that, that the diet wasn't what you how you're eating now. Uh, that's correct. I was eating a lot of pizza, candy. Uh, I, I think one of my favorite desserts would be, well, I mean, uh, probably all my mom's baking and, and my grandma's baking and, uh, and a lot of it. And I also like fudge. Uh, <laughs> because our house there's a lot of uh, fudge places to get fudge so oh yeah <laughs> of course they hand out free samples as well and I was like I can never do this job because like, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't uh, be able to sell anything <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, what happened to the so did you get rid of the uh, samples like uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Baltimore and I, I had lived away from here for a long time but when I, I went to college here, and at that time at the Inner Harbor, they had something, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like the singing fudge place. That might've been before your time. Do, like, I, they, I, I wonder if they had ever had it in Pennsylvania. But like the, the people would make fudge in front of you while they were singing, I think about fudge. Well, there's actually one, there's actually, some, uh, there, there's actually one place in, uh, New, in New Jersey uh, that they make fudge in front of you, and I was like, I can never do this job. And I, was like, <laughs> I would just eat the whole freaking thing. 
<laughs> yeah, they would fire you because you would eat the inventory. Oh, oh well. <laughs> oh, well. But so, but between the time, like, so you have like the physical, like you look different and you feel different about yourself and people are treating you differently from that. But like what, like just generally, like before unhealthy diet, now healthy diet, like. There are so many ads these days where a 